0: Hello and welcome. I'm Tara, the founder of Raising Resilient Children, where I support parents and educators with tools and skills for feelings, kindness, and everyday mental well being, also known as social emotional skills and empathy. As a longtime educator, former preschool owner, and parent, I know that there is no cookie cutter approach to raising children, and information can be overwhelming. Let's tackle some of this by having some important conversations and digging into some different topics. Today, I'm going to talk about my signature framework, the language of kindness and how it supports parents. It didn't start out as something for parents. It started out as the systems and frameworks that I developed for myself when I owned a preschool. I created it to manage all the things I was responsible for. Things like skill building, tackling tricky situations, creating a clear set of limits and boundaries, a foundation for development. You know, all the things. I can't possibly list them all and I know you have a similar list. There's a lot of responsibilities involved with raising children and there's an added layer when you're trying to show up and do it the best you can and it never quite seems good enough. The language of kindness wasn't created overnight. In fact, it's roughly 10 years in the making, but when I really think about it, the foundation is heavily rooted in the work I did in my master's in education almost 20 years ago. I don't want to make this conversation too technical, so let's get to the important stuff. I have called it the language of kindness intentionally. One part is really obvious. We need to focus our language around kindness. The other part, and maybe the part that is actually the more important piece, is that learning new languages takes time, practice, patience, repetition, doing it wrong, going back and trying at it again. It's also something you lose when you don't keep at it and you have to rebuild skills for it. As I was literally helping children build their language, it just came together so naturally. I help families foster the language of kindness. This part is so important because habits and behaviors take time to develop attention, consistency, and commitment. When we think of building this skill like a language, it supports us with knowing it isn't a fast fix, and it isn't about the short game, but the long one. And just like learning a new language, you start small with words, then you put those words into simple sentences, and from there to more complex ones, and so on. This system is designed the same way. We start small and build up. So how did it go from the thing I did to the thing I now teach parents? Some of you might think it's because of the pandemic, and this is partially true, but not entirely. For the last couple of years, my preschool clients had been saying to me, you know this stuff, what you do here and how you help us? This is meant for a bigger audience. I had just started rolling the ball and putting in place a slow phase out of my preschool and a slow phase in of what I'm doing now when March 2020 came around. And it changed the trajectory on my plan and everyone else in the world at the same time. So for the past couple of years, I've been working on building the language of kindness in a format that is accessible to you. Something parents can use with their children to build essential life skills for resiliency while giving you some clear, concise tools for problem solving as well. The bonus, the pandemic highlighted that kindness and empathy have become benchmarks for lifelong success and using kindness for discipline has become a bit of a buzzword as people are looking for new and more effective ways of raising their children. The reality is, we have learned that suppressing feelings is highly problematic and using punishments is harmful. So how do we raise children with effective boundaries, validate their feelings, and still get out the door on time? It's not easy, but there's something I learned along the way. In our efforts to parent differently, to avoid using the tactics that were used with us, we talk too much. We rationalize. We use logic. We talk, we talk, we talk. And our kids, they hear nothing because they are in dino brain. And truth be told, you're headed that way too. This is something I teach in my program, and I've also created a lesson in my free parenting toolkit bootcamp. The episode will continue after this short ad. This is something I'm going to be sharing in my upcoming free seven-day parenting toolkit bootcamp. This bootcamp is packed with valuable tools to support you with becoming the parent you want to be. You're going to learn three key tools for understanding behavior, how feelings work, and what discipline with kindness looks like. In the free 7-Day Parenting Toolkit Bootcamp, you will learn what social-emotional skills are and why you need to know them as a parent, how dino brain and the stress cycle is impacting your parenting, and I will be introducing you to a piece of my signature framework, Parent Clues for Problem Solving, so that you can start to understand what your child's behavior means. Save your spot in the bootcamp today at targrado.ca forward slash join to start your path on becoming the parent you want to be. And now, back to the show. Ultimately, though, this is where the language of kindness can be so helpful. We have to say something. I know we can't just say nothing, and that something can't just be validating our child's feelings. Our children's moral compass doesn't magically build itself, it needs the careful guidance of caring adults but we need to talk less in the wrong moments and talk more in the right ones. We also need to make sure we aren't only talking about those tricky moments when we are talking to our children. It happens, and we really don't mean for it to. As parent detectives, we are always searching for clues to raising amazing children, to ensuring that they show up as the best people possible. This also means sometimes we problem solve more than we recognize the other amazing things that are going on. This is where the language of kindness is so, so important and helpful. It gives you clear, concise language for tricky moments, and it encourages you to build balance by reinforcing positive moments as well. At its core, the language of kindness is built on three pillars. The first pillar is kindness to self. How do we work towards fostering our child's inner voice? Things like striking a balance between internal pride and external Having our children recognize that they can be proud of themselves as well as us being proud of them. The second pillar is kindness to others. How do we treat each other in calm and conflict? And I think this is the most sort of easily understood of the three pillars. The last pillar is kindness to the planet. And this one's quite layered. This is the one that guides us about making choices about environmentalism and sustainability. It's also the one that I use to help parents understand how consumerism and materialism are impacting your decisions, and you might be doing things that aren't developmentally appropriate simply because we have a large access to to things versus fulfilling our needs. So let me talk a bit more about what the language of kindness is on a really practical level. Essentially, we start approaching things in terms of kindness and unkindness. We do this in a variety of ways. We read books, we narrate our day, we do some problem solving. There's all kinds of things that I teach in my program, Building Resilience Through Kindness. Through this process, you and your child will start to develop a strong foundation in the language of kindness and social emotional understanding. A key element of this framework is the idea that unkind actions are things we can change into kind actions. This makes it a key differential in comparing it to good versus bad. Unkindness is fixable, something we can learn from, something we do because of impulse control or dino brain. This is also part of the parent clues for problem solving framework. The two systems work together. How do we start to understand behavior and why children are doing things? And how do we teach them to be accountable without shame and judgment and all those things? The reality is... Children may know they've done something wrong, but not exactly what, or some children really don't actually know. As their parent, you know you need to guide them in that moment, and your experience and your emotions are likely leading you to say or do something you might end up regretting, or it just doesn't have the outcome you're hoping for. And the truth is, this isn't helping your children learn how to behave differently next time. That's the key. In order to learn how to do something differently, we need to be taught. This is where the language of kindness is helpful. It gives you something to say and a system for looping back to figure out that missing skill and then some guidance on how to build it. Okay. Hopefully now, when I talk about the Language of Kindness in future episodes, you can see that it's so much more than simply being kind or trying to be a kinder parent. It's about the layers of problem solving. It's about the practical skill building. It's about working towards balance. It's about implementing a system to support you with what you need to become the parent you want to be. My favorite part? It isn't a cookie-cutter approach. It was designed to support multiple children within a group, and it's been adapted to support different family needs. My goal is to support you, not have you sound like me. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe so you will be notified when future episodes launch and share this episode with friends or colleagues you think might enjoy it. For information on how to connect with me, you can check out the show notes or you can find me on Instagram at Raising Resilient Children. Until next time, thanks again for listening.